So, Adrian, what a fascinating guest, what a wonderful history and clearly a passion for what she's doing. Bias spheres. We've never uh, heard that one before. I'm curious, what were some of your big takeaways from the conversation? Yeah, you know, first off, coming back into our histories that we all bring history. You know, you mentioned some good history and and I've, you know, my background, I've got some good but we also have some that, that create biases around us, that create anxiety for others. And that's really what we're talking about today is, is anxiety. Are we creating it for ourselves or others? And as she as you know, as Risha said, you can't treat everyone like maybe the one person who offended us, but we also can't treat everybody like maybe grandma and grandpa told us to 70 years ago. Right, right. You know, it's interesting. My uh, grandma on my father's side was from Chattanooga, Tennessee. I mean, in the early 1800s, right? Much different. And we would tell stories about that and say, wow, isn't that crazy? That's what it was back then. You know, and, and as she said, times are changing. I, I loved her story about when they asked her what she wanted to be as a little kid. She said, I wanted to be a maid. And everybody clapped but her grandma. Right. And her grandma stepped in and said, actually, you can be much more than a maid. And so it's so funny. We do have these life experiences and we have these family experiences that we remember that drive us. And to your point, Adrian, it can be for good or ill. Right. Yeah. It can be really positive. And then it can be, hey, uh, times have changed. That's not appropriate anymore. And so the more we think about our history, the more we think about who we are and how we want to project I think it's, it's such great advice. Yeah, I, I was working, and I may have shared this before, I was working with a law firm, and you know, the speaker before me was a, a, an unconscious bias speaker. And she said, um, she says, oh, you'll love this group. She says, a uh, guy in the front row, uh, head of legal, uh, you know, for, the, for the company, raised his hand and said, I appreciate you talking about this. We don't have any unconscious bias here. And, right. <laughs> uh, you know, and her point was, it's unconscious. <laughs> and so I loved Risha's point of, okay, you're in an elevator, you know, who do you slink to the other side? And, and, you know, for many of us, it's maybe not race, maybe it's, but, but is it age? Is it, you know, too young, too old to work with somebody? Is it somebody who's gay or trans or what is it that may make you go to the other side of the elevator? We really have to start addressing this because, as she said, people smell it on you and yeah. you're putting off this vibe. Well, and I loved her solution to that. She says, what I do is I talk to them. Because, you know, they may be giving off a negative vibe and it's got nothing to do with you. They've got something horrible going on in their personal lives and they come in angry. You know, who is it that makes you uncomfortable? Go talk to them. Yeah. It's such great advice. You know, if you're uncomfortable about a, a certain group of people. For me, it's, you know, uh, New York Ranger hockey fans. Those guys <laughs> really make me uncomfortable. And, and so it's funny, you know, I, actually we were going to a playoff yeah. game and uh, this guy and his son came up and we did. We talked to him and you know what? Even Ranger fans love their kids uh, oh, is, is yeah. what I found out. So I loved her solution to that is yeah. don't go introspective and meditate about it. Go talk to them. Yeah. And um well, yeah, on this push, I want your I want your take on this too. That she talked about. Look, we look for culture fits. In fact, we help people do this: build a culture that attracts the right people, repels the wrong ones. Now, you're not looking for people who are going to be, you know, if you have a culture of inclusion, that you you want somebody who's going to be exclusionary. Now, that's not what she's talking about. But you do want to bring people in that stretch you, that make you think in different ways. So any, any advice for our listeners today? How do you bring in culture fits who don't blow up the culture, but, but make it expand and, 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 and create new things here? 
Yeah, you know, I think that's a tough one, depending how big your team is. You know, if yeah. you've got a four-person team, can you really have, you know, mm. uh, uh, um, somebody representing every group set? You can't. The bigger the team, maybe the more opportunity. I think what you do is uh, with teams is bring in advisors. I love teams that say, hey, let's, get, let's bring somebody else in just for a meeting mm-hmm. to give yeah. us a different perspective. Maybe it's somebody from legal. Maybe it's somebody from the European office or the Asian office or so on. Invite guests in with a different perspective. Um, it was one of the things that my my parents did for us as kids. I'll never forget. We always had interesting people coming to dinner, you know, from embassies and from different parts of the world and different, you know, doctors and lawyers and so on. And I always enjoyed that because it brought a different flair to a family that was very homogeneous. You know, we all love to play tennis. We all love to be really active. We all love the theater. And so there was a certain, you know, bias there where we wanted people to be like us. My parents were really good about inviting guests in from different walks of life. So I'd recommend that for your team. Bring in somebody from a different department or, or a different part of your of your organization. Hopefully uh, that's helpful. That is great. Uh, you know, I, this is such a good, important subject because we know, I, I did a, you know, for a large pharma company recently, I did a session on anxiety at work because, uh, and especially it was for um, people who are in what we call marginalized groups. Um, because there's a very, very high level of anxiety, especially at work, with people who feel like others. And so right. we ha- as leaders, as, as team members, we have to be very aware of anybody who might feel like an other. And that's what Risha's work does. And so, yeah, I really want to appreciate her coming in today um, and talking about that. It was, it was some really, I think, insightful and uh, important for us to address these biases. So, Jess, any last thoughts before we wrap up? Yeah, I just, I loved her parting note. You can be better than your BS. <laughs> and I think there's so many great interpretations of those two letters, you know, that uh, really you can be better than where you are now. You can be more open. You can be more inviting. You can uh, uh, be better than your BS. And speaking of that, you know, we always like to end our podcast with the moments of gratitude. We want to thank, you know, Brent Klein, our wonderful producer that puts out our podcast with all the, uh, you know, corrections and and uh, music and all that great stuff. He makes us uh, sound great. And Christy Lawrence, who helps find amazing guests like like Risha. And you know what? To all of you who listened in, we know that your time is precious. And whether you listen to us on your walk or you're exercising or just that long drive in the car, we appreciate you tuning in. Also, look, if you like the podcast, please share it. You know, we're hoping this is going to make a little better place at, at home and at work for people that are maybe dealing with a little anxiety, a little nervousness, and so on. Love you to visit us at thecultureworks.com, where you can find all this good stuff about us and get some free resources for you and your team to create a culture that will thrive. And, and Adrian? And- yeah, two other last things. You know, please pick up a copy of Anxiety at Work if you haven't already. It's a great resource, our new book from Harper Business. Um, and we love speaking to audiences around the world, virtually or in person, on the topics of resilience, wellness, culture, teamwork. So give us a call. We'd love to talk to you about your event. And Jess, I'm going to give you the last word. Well, I'm going to steal your line. Take care and be well. See you next time.